Welcome to the Pitch Podcast, where each of us will give a story pitch, discuss, and then decide which is best. My name is John Scherslick, and I once again have some housekeeping before we start. First of all, I should have said two of us are going to give story pitches, not each of us. I was going to say that. Yeah, so we're actually going to have two story pitches, and then I'm going to judge each one of them. Uh, Also, I noticed that a lot we got a lot of new followers on Twitter, actually zero people. So go follow us on Twitter and you can make, you can add us if you want us to have a theme on there. You can vote on which, which pitch actually won. I mean, we'll still know who actually won. I'm going to say that we now have two followers. One of them is me and I've already voted for my last pitch. I have a hundred percent of the votes because I'm the only person who voted on that. And if you would like to bring down my ego, go subscribe to the pitch podcast on Twitter and ruin my day. I'll make a Twitter for this. Exactly. I need everybody to make a Twitter. And if you don't want Teresa to just win every single poll, go vote on it. If you do want me to win every single poll, you'll get $5 Mm, for free. I think we can bribe our viewers like that. Like I said, my name is John Scherzlick. And a fun fact about myself is that my favorite color is blue. I've never been more disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the beauty of this is that right now, John's shirt is actually matching his mic, uh, which are both blue. And that's my fun fact. My name is Teresa Scherschlich, and I'm a liar. (laughs) Uh, Is this like a a medical condition? What's that? What's that called when you like have to lie? Why are you looking at me? I'm looking at you (laughs) because you know medical stuff. uh, Yeah, compulsive liar. Oh, that's not like a med. Okay. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know if that was a disorder or just like... It's not a disorder. I think it's just a problem people develop. Yeah. Well, is this a problem you've developed? I'm certainly going Obviously. to develop it in my future children intentionally. Mm. I'm going to tell them they're only allowed to destroy reality. And the reasoning behind that is... I want to destroy reality. Oh, okay. So your fun fact was really two fun facts. One, you're a liar. And two, you want to destroy reality. And three, I'm just a fun person. And three, <laughs> uh, your cousin is Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Twice removed from okay. existence. I'm Naomi. And my fun fact is that I photosynthesize. Oh, do you? She does. <laughs> wow. It's super true. Can you tell me about... Was that like something you were born oh. with? Oh, I cannot tell you. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, see, there's actually it's an the organization rule. for this it's and they're all sworn to secrecy. Yeah, she gets it. It's really important that you don't talk about it, John. I can't talk about the organization. You can't tell me no, anything No, we're about done. It. it would be very dangerous considering the government. I already gave you too much. Oh, if which you've government? ever considered <laughs> the government, John. The intergalactical... South Sudan likely of photosynthesizing humans is going to come after. What's the I didn't say I was a human. It's a good point. <laughs> this is an audio podcast. You don't know what I'm seeing. This is a plant. Teresa's already lied about my color of my shirt. So no, and you never corrected me. I didn't correct you. No. So we but could be the- sitting across from like a house plant with a mic, and you would take that. Such a beautiful house plant, though. I would also like to believe that. Thank you. We set a mic in front of a houseplant, not because it spoke to us before, <laughs> but we were just really hopeful and kind of desperate, and we're very lucky. Thank you for joining us, Naomi. I'm Naomi, and I'm a houseplant. Wow, there are fun facts within fun facts on this. I love this. Absolutely. Uh, Except the blue thing. That was just... Uh, that was a good fun fact. 
So Naomi also came up with the theme for this week. Would you like to share that with everybody? Yes. Um, the theme for this week is bugs. You've heard of bugs life, but hopefully we're going to make it a little better. But have oh, you yeah, heard absolutely. of bugs death? <laughs> That's what I... Wait, what? That's what I wrote. Is that what you... This is terrifying. That's... John, you cheater. John, that's my title. So I'm just, I'm also going to mention that Naomi is my girlfriend. And uh, obviously we're very much on the same wavelength on that. <laughs> so that's impressive. Very impressive. Uh, it's kind of weird that you're dating together. a houseplant, but we're... Well, also, yeah, you're the weirdo. <laughs> it also ties in with your fun plant, fact. even better. It bugs, does. Photosynthesis. You're right. My favorite thing are bugs. My favorite things are bugs. But they're also your natural enemy, depending. <laughs> Depends not, on the bugs. We're not going to talk about enemies. Okay. We're going to get Just to that bees. later. Just oh, bees. Okay, spoilers. Oh, there. We're going to wait a little bit longer because I think Teresa's got the first pitch for She it, does. Yeah. Just kidding. That's actually a downright lie. <laughs> and also remember that Teresa's a liar, so. So my pitch... All right, imagine. It's very similar to A Bug's Life, you know? It's just a good, family-friendly kids movie. So we meet our main character. Her name is Margot Brooks, and she's just out of college. She was actually uh, studying law, so she went through all of law school, too. She spent a lot of time in her life just being really academic, really successful, and she gets a lot of, like, really great internships. She's doing great in her life, but she just feels a little unfulfilled. She's actually been offered like jobs with, you know, even as far as the CIA, she almost considered going to the military like her parents did, but she's just like, I need some time for myself. I just really need to be grounded in the world. So she just starts like kind of going around America for her like first year out of college, first year out of law school, instead of actually signing with any law firms, she's just kind of going across the the entire country like a bit of a nomad. She kind of rolls into cities with her, you know, whatever car she's driving. John, you want to tell me what kind of car she's driving? Yeah, she's driving a um, Volkswagen Bug, obviously. A Beetle? Is, that, is it a... Yeah, well, it's some a people call them bugs, you know. <laughs> Slug Bug. Yeah, they're called they're call, they're, uh, Volkswagen Beetle, oh, yeah. uh, 1978. Oh, it's an old one. Precisely that Rare. one. So it's kind of like a dusty blue, you know, it's very like rusted, kind of like, it's an it's older like, car. It's, like it's not shiny fully new. fully loaded before it became fully loaded. You can Curly. definitely tell that, <laughs> you can tell that it was like a hand-me-down, like it was her mom's car or something. I can tell that Naomi's face just lit up when I said Herbie. Was I that totally like your... forgot about that movie. <laughs> I love that movie. Herbie? Oh, is that the, like the white car with the number on the front or whatever? 32? 39? 39? I have the vaguest memories of this, and I feel like I actually don't know it from the movie. I feel like I saw it in Wasn't a it reference. Lindsay Lohan? Like, was it? I was really young, but she had a great relationship with her father, and they liked to work on the car together, and then Herbie oh. had a mind of its own? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did Herbie talk? No. no. Well, he had his way of speaking. Oh, yeah. of course. That's adorable. <laughs> well, it's actually going to be the sequel to this movie. Oh, perfect. Her car is just going to drive off on its own and it's going to have its own like out of college adventure. Which, which this movie is a prequel to Rubber. I'm getting blank stares. Yeah. Rubber is the, the horror movie about the tire that kills oh, people. Oh, I, I understand. I'm trying powers. to see how it will connect, but. Because the car is going to have, this is going to have a tragic backstory. Because there's a car. Because there's a car. And one yeah. wheel is going to come off. <laughs> yeah. Th- Did you say car? Let me mention some horror for you. Yeah. They made that movie. So speaking of horror, we're, we're going to get there, you know? This is a fun is family movie, movie about bugs. So she gets in and she's 
not quite like hitchhiking across the country, but she's got that aesthetic about her where she's just going from town to town. She's picking up light jobs. She comes into this like middle of nowhere, Nebraska kind of town or something. She's uh, picks up a job as a mechanic for a little bit just because she's got some hands on skills. She knows her way around and she's like, I got to get to know the locals. You know, this is a very small town. There's like what, like 500 people here. This is a small, small little area. And a lot of them are farmers. She's just like, I'm going to go head down to the local bar. I'm going to meet people. Just be a fly on the wall for a little bit in the middle of nowhere, America. Fly on the wall. Fly. First mention <laughs> of a bug. Oh, He's please, slowly dropping please in metaphors tell me you're not going in the, fl- the fly direction. I could go in the fly direction. That don't, was bad. Don't go in the fly direction. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh-oh. We'll see what I decide halfway through this pitch. So she's kind of drifting around town. She's just picked up a new job. They're kind of impressed. They don't know who this stranger is who just like rolled into town. Kind of strange, kind of quiet. She's got this like dusty look in her eye that's just, you know, like thousand miles stare. Just knows something more than anyone else. And also should be doing anything else with her life. But she's here in the middle of nowhere. And she goes to this dark bar. It's middle of the day. It's like 12. It's a dark bar, kind of creaky floorboards everywhere, beer stains all over the floor. She kind of comes in, she sits down in a corner or something, starts listening to people, meeting people. She's like a handful of like farmers coming in and just like before or after work. They, they got to get back to work soon, stuff like that. She's just listening to people, just talking, and they're saying like, I mean, it's it's a great year for crops and all of that, but... Our rutabagas are growing real nice. <laughs> they are saying that. Uh, precisely that. In fact, all of them are saying that. This is only a rutabaga town. <laughs> the only crop that they grow <laughs> This is, is rutabaga. rutabaga country, buddy. But they're just saying, honestly, the pests are getting out of control, you know? Oh, We've no. had such, like, infestations here. You know, the locusts are just, like, raining down on the crops this year. Are locusts? I don't know, John. They have they have um, grasshoppers. I don't know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You're the bug experts. So I'll buy it. Lots of farmland. Okay. Lots of farmland. Point is, bugs. They they just have a bug problem right now, and they don't exactly know what it is. Sure. They've just got. They just keep seeing these swarms, and they're kind of talking about it. these swarms just keep rising up out of no, nowhere, and they just take out everything for a little bit, and they're all kind of in high spirits about it but they're just a little bit concerned and they're saying like I, I've avoided like getting too close to this and she's kind of nodding along she's not really like stepping in she's like, well, kind of nearby much about rutabagas. <laughs> I knew too much about rutabagas <laughs> <laughs> but she's sitting there kind of fly on the wall you know and they're just talking about their woes in really good spirits they're just like I'm avoiding them I haven't gotten too close it's early summer it hasn't gotten too bad just yet she keeps her head down. She starts doing her job, you know. She comes back to the bar, starts hanging out with a few people. She gets into, like, a group of, like, you know, younger farmers who are like, hey, like, come out to this bar. We're going to do some, like, swing dancing or whatever. She's like, well, I, I think her. I saw you on uh, Farmers Only. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but she's like, I just, I want to get a good view of the simple life. And so she goes and she joins like some new friends from her mechanic job and from the bar uh, out at this barn and there. Is this going to be a thing where like for some reason there is an ancient Egyptian spirit that they've awoken that put down pestilence on the land? Absolutely, John. So she she goes to this little get together. You know, they're cracking open a beer. It's a nice kind of humid night, Uh, you know, lights out in the middle of this field. 
uh, Rutabaga Field. Rutabaga Field, obviously. And she, she's got her back up to the barn. She's still kind of the quiet type. People are like, who's this stranger who just rolled in a town that we don't really understand yet? I'm going to go like talk to this girl over here. So she's talking with a few of them. And then she just sees like all the stars disappear on the other side of the field. Just Where'd the sky go? goes black. They're locusts. And she's kind of like squinting for a moment. And she just hears a faint buzzing. <sighs> and the guy she's talking to, just kind of like a... Honestly, like a cute farm boy, you know, he's just kind of like down to earth. She's Hemsworth like, you're, you're kind of cool. It's Chris Hemsworth. It, not even a different name. It's just Chris Hemsworth. She acknowledges that he is the actor. And he's like, I've just been like living on this farm. <laughs> I've just settled down. <laughs> They're having an entire talk about settling for like the simple life because he's also come here from what, Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Although he looks like he's from the middle of nowhere, Kansas. He's yeah, uh, true, he Australian. Now he's from the middle of nowhere, but they're kind of talking and suddenly his just face goes dark and he's like, we're going inside now. And she's like, what do you mean? And he's like, everyone's in such high spirits around here because we just disappear and nothing bad happens. And he's just like, they step inside for a second. She just kind of like lets it happen. They kind of like everyone crowds inside the barn. You see shadows flying over the walls. Everyone's just kind of like keeping their voice lower. And he starts describing this scene where he's like, a few weeks ago. When it all started, I was standing outside, saw my old man just walking out into the middle of the field. He looked up in the sky. The swarm came down. Everything was gone. This sounds like, does he like have like a hook hand too? He's like a chalkboard. <laughs> oh, he's definitely doing that. But they're also like. Three weeks ago, <laughs> a man walked into a field. Man didn't walk out of the field. <laughs> Shark in the water. Shark in the water. <laughs> essentially essentially and you know she seems kind of shaken up by this but like not shaken up enough and she's like i honestly like how how have you guys lived like this and they're they're all kind of shaken in fear but she feels like she's really bonding with these townspeople she's been like going over to this like older couple's uh house for dinner they like bake her pie they're just like really close so it's a close-knit community she's like falling into it really quickly uh, but then this this comes, you know, in the middle of the night out on the the outskirts of town where all the farmland's at. And she's like, why haven't you done anything? All of that. And she starts asking a lot of questions. Wait, so this guy's like, they're taking, it's taking people, but we don't care? He's like, there's not much we can do but hide. But they're still happy. But are they, they are pretty like, happy. Are he said that this? he only lost like one or two people. Oh, no. He's like, like one or two. After that, that happened, he was like, that it was a tragedy. But we don't really know what's going on. They're so happy because they're being hypnotized by the bugs. Oh, true. They're they're okay. listening to the the swarm song. Uh, new title: Swarm Song. Oh, oh I, I really it. like that swarm song. Kind of sick. That is the sound that they're making outside. But we, we don't really get to see the bugs up close too much. We just know it's a swarm, you know, and I they're taking really out all the crops. Bad CGI bugs. Absolutely, they're massive. <laughs> unnecessarily massive and like in a distance they look like a swarm but like we don't can't afford that much and you so. can tell it's just the same animation <laughs> mm -hmm. in place behind like a green screen just yeah flapping honestly they look like men in like bad like oh, no. mocap suits but like poorly poor like prosthetics and then just kind of like shrunk a little bit and there's like 10 of them outside <laughs> but they're all the same guy all the just, same guy just like photoshopped in oh yeah you can kind of see his face like too like the like mask what? is on top of his head. Willy Wonka. For what part? One of the Oompa Loompas. It was only one of them. Wait, <gasps> seriously? For the whole no. song. Yeah. In you guys the, didn't know that? OG? 
Yeah, he had no, not in the OG. I want to meet that man. The new one. Really? Wait, really? Yeah, the Willy Wonka one. Oh, that's cool. He had to do this like a hundred times. How much did that day. man get paid? I feel like he should get paid so much more than anyone else. I don't know that. Nice yeah. actor. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. You Hopefully. should be paid for each individual Oompa Loompa. Yeah, that's like a hundred salaries. That was like brilliant. So many He'd be of them. set for life. I want to meet funny. that man. That's how I imagine all the bugs. They're all actually just like very small Oompa Loompas and they're just trying to help out. They're like, oh, we we took your crops, but like we harvested them and we actually put them into a barn nearby. (laughs) Now we're going to sing you a song. And now we're going to sing you a song about, you know, like take care of the elderly because like your your old man, he's around here too. We've actually just been like cooking him dinner every night and treating him with respect. (laughs) So no, these are death swarms outside the barn. (laughs) And, you know, the swarm passes she like nervously goes back to her car once the swarm is gone and he's like, get home safe. And she drives back to her like little like rented house closer to town, you know, or maybe actually let's say it's an apartment above the, the, apartments um, here? well, it's, it's more like the little loft above the mechanic. Okay. Whatever. Okay. I was going to say, I, I was going to say it's like not full apartments, building. but it's like the little loft above it. Yeah. She goes back and we actually see her go upstairs, go into her house, go to like the closet, pull out this trunk, this massive metal trunk, pull out a flamethrower. Oh what? my gosh. Go on. She's just a badass. <laughs> so she's a badass. She goes out in the middle of the night and we don't see what's happening, but we see that like the guy that she knows sees her like leaving and he's like kind of concerned because he's like, you shouldn't be going out there. And he tries to call her, but she doesn't pick up. So he like trails her for a little bit, not like in a stalkery way, mm. <laughs> but like, in a, a he, he tries, way. he tries to reach out to her. He tries to like yell or whatever. He, he does his best to make himself known, but she's just like focused. She's got her headphones on. So she doesn't hear the swarm song mm-hmm. and she goes out there and he sees her just in a field. She's like torching him. Wait, are we, is it canon that the swarm song is like actually lulling them into a false sense of security? Yeah. Is that like canon? Sure, I'll take it. Oh, I love it. yay. Nice, I like that. Let's be constructive, it. you know? So it turns out, and as this develops, it's that she's been sent all across the country because these things, these, like, swarms have been cropping up as a new kind of warfare cropping that was released up. from a lab or something. And they've been, like, specifically made just to, like, kill humans and destroy civilizations. Holy but smokes. the government has put this small program together so that people don't realize and like panic so she's out here as an agent this is just to destroy everything and take them out and she just quietly does it and then rolls through town but this time you know like things are a little different like she knows people it's just it hits closer to home we were so stupid to believe that she was just driving around being happy oh come on you think she gave up you like us. like a law firm, the CIA, everything? She was You're right. ex or like military brat raised by like two, like, let's say like Marines or something. She was in law school, top of her class, everything she ever did, rolling through town, someplace to be. So you're telling me wow. that now because she's like more attached to these people, is it going to be she's like becoming reckless because is, I is that going to be like the main this thing? Time, she wants to actually repair the damages that the swarm song has so like, like put here because she's she's talking with the people and she's feeling like 
closer to them and realizing like how much it's actually affected their lives and how much they can't understand it if she just disappears and she mm-hmm. like she's talking with the guy and he's like why are you like doing all this alone like take care of yourself I feel like you need people in your life like at the very least like come back through town or something like you need people you need a community and she's like my job is just to like kill mm-hmm. and leave I'm just an exterminator she's and he's like you can be home. more than that so it's really about her personal character development as well as knowing that, you know, the greatest, <laughs> the greatest threat isn't necessarily a swarm. Are you, are you telling me that like she, these people are quote unquote disappearing? Are they just getting killed and picked to the Absolutely bone or are they shredded. actually like, okay. So, so it's not like a thing where it's like, oh, we can find the missing people. They're dead. They're dead. So what is she going to repair? Like what? She's just angry. <laughs> <laughs> She's essentially like what's been stolen from them is like a lot of like the confusion and the heartbreak and not understanding what's going on in this world. And she's like, this mystery is hurting these people more than just telling them what's actually happened. Okay. So maybe, so maybe so the she conflict trusts the secret to them. I was going to say, and then maybe it prepares them more if the swarms come back. So maybe the, some of the mm. conflict is like, this is obviously a government agency and they're trying to cover up their mistakes and everything. And there's a lot of pressure on her to like, you cannot share with the locals, like what has happened Mm -hmm. or anything. And if you do, we will hunt you down. Absolutely. And so she has to be like fighting with the the, the fact that she knows she's going to be hunted down if she tells them, but she has to tell them to make them more prepared and make Mm -hmm. them understand what's happening. Let's say like he like sees everything that happens in the field and like her, she starts taking care of it and all of that. And he just genuinely wants to like understand and help her because he can tell that like she's not necessarily mentally stable because of what she's doing, just because like she's not taking care of herself, mm-hmm. things like that. And he's just trying to repair that. And then she feels so bad because she either has to like really hurt this guy by just being like, you don't get to know anything about me. I'm just going to disappear. Don't ask any questions. This is yeah. just a job for me. Or she could be like, I know mentally for you to be okay, you need to understand what's happening. So let's say like the first part of this movie is going to be really like 75% of them, him like finding out and all of that, you know, the entire plot isn't necessarily going to be after we see the swarm and all of that. It's a slow buildup. A lot of the classic horror tropes of, you know, you come into some small town, they're all acting a little strange. They're not necessarily defining what the problem is. You finally glimpse it. Then you begin to see the fight, you know, and some romance. It's a romance with the bugs. And some romance. <laughs> Love bugs. I also think that we should have like the climax be the government agency sends one of their own agents. Oh, absolutely. To, like, exterminate her. Mm-hmm. I Maybe love sh- that they're just exterminators. I was going to say, mm-hmm. I just think the, the ex- title should be The Exterminator. Like no. Terminator? <laughs> yeah, like Terminator. Exterminator 9000. <laughs> that sounds cheap. I like it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, we talked about what the CGI is exactly. going to be. This is not like a high production I mean, these movie. still are going to be Oompa Loompas. So you're saying Terminator 9000 is a no-go? I'm saying maybe like the off-brand or off-shoot sequel that we're not going to acknowledge. <laughs> no, I just mean for the name itself. Oh, I know. I know. That's okay. going to be the name of the fake sequel. You know, mm-hmm. what was it? Psycho had this weird fake sequel that wasn't like technically connected to it or didn't follow up on the story at all, but it like counted as a sequel. It was given like the same name. Really? It was yeah. Psycho? It had this weird fake sequel 
but it wasn't technically connected. It didn't have any of the same characters or actors. It was just another story about another killer in another place that was entirely different, had a completely different heart. Oh. So if if this movie had a sequel like that, that would be the title. Oh. Cool. Perfect. Precisely. But otherwise, I'm I'm too proud of the fact that I came up with the title (laughs) Swarm Song. Because I want to listen so to that. Good. Why does it remind me? What is the... Oh, so you're thinking the title is going to be Swarm Song. Absolutely. Yeah. I like that so much more. She said that. <laughs> I like that so much more. She said that in the middle. Well, I didn't listen to the middle. Oh. Pretty, pretty earlier on. They're like, sense. okay, I need to comment on the first part and then like the last part. Okay. Forget it was after you did your Swarm Song. Oh, see, I got so distracted with so my beautiful Swarm and, Song. Yeah. What is... This is probably too off topic, but there's... A very specific Swan Queens song. of the Stone Age, no, Queens of the Stone Age song that I'm trying to think of, and it's it's just the best thing. There is the movie with Miley Cyrus with that's called <gasps> the Swan Last song. song. No, it's not called Swan Song. It's called The Last Song. Oh, we might is, is Swan Song a thing? No, Mosquito Song. That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> okay, so we have Mosquito Song. We have The Last Song. Yes, and then we have Swarm Song. <laughs> These are all sequels, prequels, and everything in between. And Swan Song. And Swan Song. But it's fake. Swan Song, which is not, it's not thing, real, apparently. I've, maybe. I feel like that sounds familiar. It sounds familiar, but that could be just me saying it. Do swans have over. songs? No. Quack, quack, quack. Yeah, they're just yeah. little big ducks. They're big, just little big ducks. Pretty ducks. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like the popular girls of ducks. Speaking of little big ducks, Naomi, would you like to give your pitch? I'm a little big duck. Okay. Yes. All right, so first I want to set the mood. Open. Dim the lights. Dim the <laughs> lights. We dim the lights. But um, like just enough lights left over that you can still like photosynthesize. Yes. <laughs> you can't photosynthesize with... It depends on the kind lights. of light. It could be like a heat lamp. Okay. So everyone's heard of Mad Max. Mm-hmm. Never yep. in my life. Awkward. We watched it together. <laughs> <laughs> so think those vibes when I tell you the opening scene. Yes. Okay. Thank God. So my movie starts, it's all bleak, and all you see are giant human hands coming down, and they have something in their hands, or grabbing something, and they just open their hands, and they let go of black dust. They're pouring something sketchy all over the ground, and the viewer infers it as fertilizer. Okay. And that is the opening scene. Very bleak, very I dark. I actually infer that it's like Oreo dust that you kind of like crush up. Oh, you inferred it wrong. <laughs> I inferred it very wrong. There's a narrator tweet and it says, fertilizer. These are like <laughs> subtitles, but it's it's just kind of pops up and it's like, you are thinking this and then, and then you think. Because <laughs> I yeah. need that. I need that for movies. All of a sudden, it just cuts. It just cuts to war. We have bugs at war. We don't know why yet. It's underground bugs versus on-ground bugs. Oh, no. <laughs> the so, like, on-ground. <laughs> underground versus on-ground. Who's on these teams? We got, like, worms on one side, beetles on the other. Exactly. Worms versus bees. What about sky bugs? Are they, like, yeah, neutral the or are they, like, they the They count Swiss? as overground okay, bugs. Okay. Overground. Can you, can you name some more underground bugs? We got worms. We got burrowing bugs. <laughs> <laughs> so worms. Yes. We have the car the beetle. I do. We have do ants count as below ground? Yes, ants. Yeah. Ants are below. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There's Except for like the ants. ant hills, kind of kind of OP. Kind of both. The hills are from them digging through oh, the true. earth. And, and it like is a, still part of ground, you know? Exactly. So we got ants, some beetles, burrow. Okay. 
Anyways, so they're at war. We know that. It's very dark still. It's like an American war movie. But <laughs> Beautiful. All bugs. They're still playing Fortunate Son, naturally. It's just the opening I to say. I know Fortunate Bug. <laughs> what? Fortunate Son. It's like a classic war movie sound. Mm, I don't war, know. War movie. I actually I literally have don't no watch idea. I just know it's a war movie thing. I was going to say, it's like the scene from Saving Private Ryan where they're landing on the beach and like, it's just extremely visceral. Yes. So that's what you're picturing. Got so like bugs, like guts are like falling yes. out. Yes, they are at war. This isn't cute. This is not a kid's movie. They are at war. They are I love the idea of an, is it, I, I mean, it has to be animated. Yeah. An animated. <laughs> in the, animated we like send the, the bugs to war. World. <laughs> Maybe you have some good bug actors. I don't know. <laughs> uh, see, this is like a very much like adult animated movie about <laughs> bugs at war. You definitely won't know like, it, but it has some very big voice actors in it. Yeah. Main bug, Tom Hanks. Oh my God. We're Just saying. Private Ryan again. So lots of cut scenes. In the middle of the war, we cut to two king bugs. Oh, no. One of them is King Lemon. He is, is the either above or below. I was getting there. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Good question. He is the king of the underground bugs, mm. King Lemon. And then we have King Walter. He is the king of the overground bugs. I have a preference. I'm going to say I'm Lemon. fighting for King Lemon. Yeah. Oh, underground bugs all the way. We got the worms down there. Oh, yeah. What about the bees? I live for the worms. There are way more of overground bugs. Like, I'm fighting... I'm, I'm on the, underdog. the underground That's bug true. side. I'm just also, saying. Also, they have like wasps, and those guys are made for war. That's terrifying. It's oh, all OP yeah, and a little bit OP. mean. That's true. Do you say it's kind of a bee? OP. Oh, they said it's kind of a bee, and I was like, well, wasps are, yeah, kind of a <laughs> they bee. They are kind of wasps a bee. Wasps are kind of a bee. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So the two kings, we find out that they're conspiring, mm. you could say. Oh, no. Um, we hear them talking about theories about the fertilizer in the mm. opening scene and what they do to the bugs. They think that the humans are trying to control the bugs with the fertilizer. Mind control. We have secret weapons in them. So I love bug conspiracy theories. Right? <laughs> so the two king bugs go up to their soldiers and they try and stop the war and they say we have to turn on the humans there's a common enemy are they saying that the yes. humans are the ones that are instigating the war with the fertilizers yeah no they're not instigating the war okay the bugs were at war before okay so it's just like we don't so we, this is more like we need to protect protect all bugs yes. because of the fertilizer we need to put our differences aside because there's a bigger problem here I'm just saying this is the a humans. prequel for Swarm Song in the form of these bugs are going to rally against the people and create swarms. It's like the opposite of your pitch. Oh, yeah. It's the this prequel is the other perspective. <laughs> I have a question now. Yeah. What kind of bugs are each one of these kings? Why would you ask me that? <laughs> <laughs> John, would you like to tell me that? Uh, yes, I'll say one of them. I'll say that King Lemon is a... It sounds like you didn't Maybe, actually want to say one of I them. I want to say the other one. I'm going to say Walter. Well, I was going to say Lemon is a bumblebee because, like, yellow. And but I would have said Walter is a worm. And yeah, but they're... You guys got it wrong. But they're, like, above the That's true. Awful. Way. What are they? Well, you just said it. Lemon is the worm. Oh, oh and Walter's wow. the bee. You guys got it right. Just mixed up. Oh, okay. See, because Absolutely. Yellow doesn't just mean mm-hmm. bee. <laughs> Um, Walter is very sophisticated. He's a bee. I, I mean, I'm so his name is Walter, not Lemon. Absolutely. Also, usually it's Queen Bee. Well, he's okay. a king, okay? Is this, he's very progressive. I mean, I guess it's a human It's a human term, Queen Bee. 
So you can do whatever he wants. Okay. Humans don't know what actually goes on. You know. Exactly. They can define themselves how they want, and he's a sophisticated king. He married the queen, of course. (laughs) So. So now he's a king. Got it. Absolutely. The king. I mean, she has better things to do, John. King Walter. Creating all the bees. Yeah, she's the leader of all the rest of the bees. She's a home. Okay. She's doing the real work here. So they get together and they decide that this fertilizer is. They're tr- turning into humans. Yes. They don't know exactly what is happening, but they believe that the humans are trying to poison them. Either mind control or some sort of like weaponry for the humans use. Mm-hmm. So they go on to try and fight the humans. How do you think they do that? <laughs> By gathering around a barn in the middle of the night and swarming it until they eat someone's father, Chris Hemsworth's pooping, father. Pooping in all their plants. It kind of sounds like to me that the fertilizer turns them all into locusts. The giant kind. Oh, no. That come down from the stars. Yeah, they do. <laughs> so here's the thing. I just I just imagine that for the first half of the movie, we think the fertilizer really is it's just like a goofy conspiracy. We're like, we know what fertilizer is. It's just here to make them plants grow, buddy. Mm. You're fine. But this is actually like a government farm. Yeah. And they're indeed like trying to make these bugs go so feral. Are you doubling down, Naomi, and saying that this is legitimately the prequel to Teresa's pitch? Doubling down. I'm doubling down. I think too. it makes the most sense. That's amazing. So because it gives her <laughs> like so much more credence for like you know, we've seen Naomi's It movie. also implies that we get to see their entire civilization grow. We get to see their families, their wars. Well, and then I'm, in saying. mine, the main character, she just goes out there with a flamethrower. That's what I'm saying. Like, you don't know who to, to go for because you're like, oh, I see the bugs have these families. Then <laughs> they only see, ate one man. They this. only ate one old man, okay? Your movie comes first. Ooh. But I do have to say, you know how your like CGI mm-hmm. and like your production was pretty bad? No offense, but it was. It was. <laughs> no offense, but you made up fake movies protection level. It was trash. Kind of shitty. Yeah. Mine is just wonderful. Oh, yeah. I want to so see. It's hilarious. Cool. The beginning is great. It's not CGI, it's just animation. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as they go and they cut to like in my movie, the scenes where they're locusts, mm-hmm. it's just shitty again. Oh, yeah. It's just so it's the way they transform, it turns CGI. into like the worst CGI. Yeah. So it's like you have this beautiful like Studio Ghibli <laughs> yes. animation. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to Attack on Titan, Colossal Titan animation. Oh no, yes. Just big old swingy, swinging arms. Exactly. Yeah. It just Those switches. Well, not even that. It's the mocap suits with the poorly cloned man who's just like waving. Like his flapping. Arms. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so, Yeah. It's ten times more terrifying like that, too. That's true. Because I feel like your eyes just hurt if you see that. You're like, oh, it's just like the color theory is so brilliant, and these tones are beautiful. Every character is perfectly... What is that? What is this? What's happening? But you know, because it's such like a critically acclaimed movie, all of these people are going to be writing pieces about how like, oh, yeah, um, the fact that they use the same man and it's like prayer very poorly done sort of represents... The feelings of the humans. But for my the movie, they're just they like, feel. that was the worst piece of trash I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but yeah. You know, sequels can never live up to the original. Well, actually, wait, yours is the original. Hers yeah, is the original. the original. Then I come in. <laughs> that's the point. I know. It's yeah. for marketing the purposes, you know? Yeah. Because then the only way for me to get people to watch my movie is for her entirely separate, critically acclaimed <laughs> movie to be based on mine. And I, I, can, I come to her for this point. So you're like... 
producing this movie and everything, and you're like, based on the movie that will come out in three years. (laughs) Well, essentially, it's like, to everyone else, it's going to look like my movie was made by a super small studio, which it was, and then they got, like, just enough money to make something good for the later movie. Yeah, but then it switches, and then it's just hilarious. Oh, yeah. So how how are Walter and Lemon going to unite the bugs to fight together? It's such a good question. I believe that they're going to take their military helicopters and... Which are wasps. Which are wasps, of course. They're the helicopters. Okay. <laughs> they're just transport. <laughs> yes, but they're going to fly above everyone and drop rocks on them until they get their attention. Oh, yeah. Because there's just so many Wait, of them. they're just going to mass genocide both sides until they get their attention? <laughs> Yeah. Little rocks, not like killing them. Only killing little bugs, John. (laughs) It's like fine. It's like if you're like, ow, why is those sky raining rocks? And then they all look up. It's really hard to get bugs' attention. It's true. They're so distracted. This is the best way. They get focused in on one little flower and then they don't even notice that they're being pelted with little pebbles. A lot of their vision is just terrible. Worms can't even see. Oh. That's true. They're going out there smelling their predators. It's going to make it really hard. It's going to make it really hard for them to fight. Also, you're saying that this fertilizer does turn them into wasps, all in, or into no. locusts. Yes. It turns them all into locusts. Uh, that's going to yes. be like the last scene, though, John. Yeah, I was like, we don't know this until like the end. So most of the movie, we're just focusing in, we're dialing in on the political intricacies of bug life. Yeah. Bug's death. Bug's death. Bug's, 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 bug's death. death. Swarm song, bug's death. The new hit. Yours sounds better. Uh, <laughs> Swarm song. That's how you convince like people. And then they get into the movie theater and they're like, what did I pay for? <laughs> I paid $12 for this. Do they maintain any of their, I'm going to say, humanity, for lack of a better word, when they become locusts? Absolutely not. As in, do they still have, like, rational thought? Like, no. So they're just, like, killing machines when they... Yeah, they turn so them sad. into weaponry. It that's is so super sad, sad John. Yeah. I'm going to be real. And then we turn them into dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In your movie. I love the fact that, like, in her movie, we are really rooting for the girl. Her name's Margo, right? Oh, yeah. We're rooting for Margo. We're rooting for her because her name is Margo. Let's That's be true. honest it's a great ourselves. Name. And then, because, like, who cares about bugs? But then we see my movie, mm-hmm. and we're like, oh, my God, I really feel for these bugs. Oh, yes. I, I kind of think we should, we should, in your movie, since it's the prequel, mm-hmm. I think we need to reference, like, not directly, but sort of, um, implied that like these bugs used to be kind of like sentient mm-hmm. and the government like knew that every now and then yeah. we get a shot that like focuses on the them. ground a little bit too much you know <laughs> like there's like she's walking over she's hanging out like this this family or whatever they're like little kids playing in a sandbox or oh, digging in the dirt no. and it kind of like zooms in for a little bit and he's got like a bug on his finger and he's just kind of playing with it but they're clearly talking <laughs> <laughs> or you could just do like an opening shot hello of, walter like, just the opening scene is just this really long, seemingly unneeded portion of the movie, which is just like some bugs doing some task, you know? And it's just like, why is that in there? Or that's just like in kind of spliced in with normal shots. Like, you know, uh, like in she, the background. she's driving in a town and you get like a shot of the tires and the dust and like a vending machine nearby that's kind of dusty. And you're like, this is here for aesthetic purposes. Then you see just like bugs doing tasks and you're like, okay, it's like just folding aesthetics. laundry. Like, like folding, folding laundry, laundry, building a civilization, um, <laughs> making the first bug sky rise, which is a big feat for them. Let's be honest. Uh, True. Or she's like talking with a little kid and he keeps 
talking about the bugs as if they do have like a civilization. <gasps> Can we reference King Walter Absolutely. and King Lemon? Oh, yeah. like, Mommy, this with, is like, King Lemon. <laughs> well, there's going to be like graffiti. <laughs> yes. Like, From the bugs. Yeah. Like graffiti Naturally. all over the place about like King Walter. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe like the kids like talking about King Lemon or something. Mm-hmm. And they're just kind of like, yeah, he's oh, got, like, sure, a worm sweetie. In his hand, and he's like, "Mommy, look, it's King Lemon." <laughs> like, That's and she's nice like, "Put sweetie. it down, right?" <laughs> <laughs> Simple uh, stuff like that. I really like it. I think the integration into it being a prequel is amazing. Mm-hmm. I think it works so well. I feel like it doesn't matter who wins at this point because We're we, we both win. I mean, that being said, I will still vote on. <laughs> uh, you will. That not. makes me nervous. Do you guys want, this is the first time that we, is it the first time that we've done with a judge? I think we've yeah. actually, we've done one unreleased episode over the phone with a judge. Unreleased episode. So yeah, we're doing it slightly different this time where only two people gave a pitch and I'm going to be the only one who's judging. Mm-hmm. I'll start with yours because you gave yours first. Absolutely. Uh, you had a really strong narrative and uh, obviously you knew where you were going with it. And her name was Margo. Her, her name was Margo. So obviously that's good. I like the surprise of like, oh, she's she's actually in on this mystery and we didn't realize that. Like, that's really strong. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good. I don't know if I have any like specific criticisms about it. It's, it's just too good. Honestly. It seems like the first 75% of it, though, could be a little slow. Yeah, I agree. That's it could how be it a little is. slow burn. It really has to be, I guess I'll get my defense after you. You criticize it, right? Uh, if well, you'd like me to wait, it depends. Let me, I'll, I'll, let me talk about Naomi's first. Uh. Uh, so then Naomi's, I, I think yours was, you know, we're going fast paced off the, the very beginning. You're talking about the beach of Normandy. Is that, that's, the, mm-hmm. that's the right beach. That's the right term. At the beach of Normandy, like bullets whizzing by these bugs, entrails falling out. Like we're getting right into that movie. True. We're going to have action packed right off the bat. And then you have this like somehow tying into this other movie where it's like a prequel and you're learning about like this plot that the humans have and and you're going to get connected to all these characters and then just they, they're all going to just die or not die but like pretty much die. kill and then die yeah because they all become non-sentient pretty much just killing machines so i think that's really powerful and then i don't have any criticisms for you that's really just a summary it's you really, know you're, you're laying out your thoughts for us okay i'm gonna go with naomi's i think that it's gonna be an action-packed war movie about bugs and then I, I just want to give credit to Teresa. Couldn't have done it without you. That's true. You could have, and it likely would have received less criticism from the press afterwards, but <laughs> the, the cult fans will really get into this because it's going to be so strange yeah. that no one can like it, and that's why we like cult films. I really um, didn't know where I was going to go with that. I just bandwagoned onto you. I love it. So thank you. That's, that's how we raised stuff, giants. you know? What? Or, or like very small giants, like maybe one Oompa Loompa who's also like all of the other Oompa Loompas. Just a chain exactly. of Oompa Loompas all the way up. All the way up, all the way down. The world rests on Oompa Loompas. Well, Thank don't, your don't forget, Oompa Loompas. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter to vote on who won if you disagree with mine. Thanks for the vote. And If uh, you'd like to vote for me or against me because I'll be voting for myself, <laughs> uh, do it in your cool. Now, this does mean, Teresa, that you get to do another ad read. I do get to do oh, that. Yeah. I get to I do it this is. every time. So, Naomi, what we're going to do here is each of us are going to come up with a word, and then Teresa has to come up with a fake ad read about it. Who said they were fake? I really thought we were selling something. We're, we're so, we come things. up with a word? Yeah. So, you, you want to start any word you want. Is it a real word or a fake word? Any word. Pickle. 
Fish. All right. You've been there. You went to the store with your 10-year-old niece. She was super excited about the fish at the pet store. She asked you for every single one. It was kind of obnoxious. You don't know what to do with kids. You're kind of stressed out about this. You're anxious. You don't know what to tell your sister. You're like, the kid just wants fish, and I was peer pressured. You come home with a pet. She's stressed, too. She doesn't have a fish tank for this thing, and this kid is carrying around a fish in a small plastic bag, being violent with it all day. Uh That thing's gonna die soon, and she has to explain death to her niece. That's just uncomfortable for everyone get an inanimate fish it's a pickle shaped like a fish we've carved it like a fish it looks like a fish it's just as cute as a fish it will not die like a fish buy a pickle fish i get i get it so we're supposed to make an ad that was an ad yeah i get it i don't know why it took me this long to understand (laughs) that was a great ad